Hey now, hey now, hey now. Welcome everybody to an all new You Need a Horror podcast. All new. And we've got a killer show today. We got a lot going on. Of course, with me as always is Nick, my co-host. Nick. Yeah, yeah. Interesting day, Christian. A lot going on. Tell me about it. Well, before we get into that and the, the chit chat, we also have Brandon Tabato from Tabato Vision. Brandon, how you doing, my friend? Good. Yourself? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, anytime, man. Here. We always enjoy it. We love doing these tier ranking lists with you, and uh, this is going to be another good one. I'm excited for it. Now, today was today was an interesting day, Christian. You know, we've got the last 24 hours of Nev Campbell Watch um, hashtag Nev Watch, and that's been. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, well, we don't really need to get into it. Uh, it's been talked about to death. We get a uh, announcement of a sequel to Joker tonight, officially from Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix. That's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, oh, cool. Todd Phillips never intended to make a sequel, and they Warner Brothers kept saying, "No, nah, you need to do it. This made a billion dollars." Um, so that was cool. Um, and then Christian, what, what did you tell me that you heard that I Googled and then saw that it was going around in the convention circuit? Why don't you tell the people what you heard? Yeah. One, one of my buddies, Corey from the s'mores indoor show, he, he found something, for, there was some kind of event somewhere where, uh, they announced Netflix wants to do two more or, or pay or is signed on whatever that means. They want to do two more Texas chainsaw movies. So that's that's cool. I think that's really cool. Um, uh, I don't know anything that I can confirm nor deny, but I would not be surprised, people, if possibly other slasher icons end up on Netflix. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If you have inside so, info and you didn't tell me already, I'm gonna be butthurt. But well, you know. I. It's 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 nothing that I can set in stone and say this is true or not, but everybody's got a source, you know that. And well, I, the, I went the, down the you know. I went down the rabbit hole and I looked up what you were telling me about, and sure enough, JoeBlow.com posted an article yesterday or today. Uh, Mark Burnham, who plays Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 2022, uh, was at Monster Palooza with one of the film's producers. And both right. of them how we're telling people, yeah, we we've picture we've picture locked two more movies uh, for Netflix. So well not picture locked, we've locked, you know what I mean, whatever. Right. But right. so there's no official announcement yet, probably because they're working out financials, I would assume, and creative teams and whatnot. But if the guy that played Leatherface is like, Yeah, I'm coming back for two more, and the producer says, Yeah, we're doing two more, they're probably doing two more. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I want? I want, I think, I think Brandon would be down with this too. I want a Robert Rodriguez directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Wouldn't that be fucking cool? That would be fucking get, it. I still get, want get, a Rob Zombie one. Like, God, Rob Zombie. The, the, you know, that's the thing though. Would that, I almost wonder, it, it would probably be really, really awesome, right? But I almost wonder, is, is Texas Chainsaw like almost too on the nose for his style to where, is that what made his Halloween special good or bad was because you almost wouldn't expect that's not Rob's wheelhouse of movie yeah. making. And I almost wonder if Texas Chainsaw is like, that's too on the nose for him. Yeah. You probably. know, probably. Yeah. I, I'm sure Rob's heard it 
hundreds of times throughout his career. Like, dude, you should do a Texas Chainsaw. So he probably would never want to do it simply because of that. Like, Rob seems like the type of guy that's like, fuck you. Don't put me in a box. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. So, yeah. Uh, Brandon, thoughts on two more Texas Chainsaw films? I'm assuming being sequels to what we just saw. Um, I'm still kind of lukewarm at best on the newest one. So, I mean, it's cool that he's coming back. I'm glad to see the series keep going. It's just, um, I hope it's, he's not going to live on, on, on Netflix permanently from this point on. Like I want to see a big theatrical chainsaw massacre somewhere down the road. You know what I mean? Uh, I just want to see a damn physical release of the last one. What the yeah, hell? It's not officially released yet. Is it? That's no. right. I'm going to give it to the end of summer. Then I'm, bootlegging I, I will say before we get started um i had been asked by a number of people and i i i understand it and i appreciate people want to hear my my opinion on it i'm not gonna i wasn't gonna do a video talking about the scream uh and nev campbell thing but i'll comment on it here just so we we can comment on it um obviously everybody knows now that nev campbell uh at this exact moment in time uh turned down scream six because she wasn't offered in, in her uh estimation a fair salary uh for the movie and opinions are somewhat varied i think most people kind of agree you know she should have she should be paid what she's worth um and i'll just say this and if you guys want to comment too you can uh I mean, if, I don't know really know what to say at this point. I, I I'm I'm okay with the franchise moving on from from characters like Nev and, and Courtney and, and David Arquette, uh, but I understand I'm probably in the minority with that because people love Nev Campbell. They love her in those movies, and rightfully so. I, I get that. I get that. Uh, but if she's not going to get paid a good money from Paramount, uh, she, what do you want her to do? Just do the movie because she should do it for the fans? No, it's a job for her, so she wants to get paid. Well, and I saw somebody was posting like the directors were getting a bunch of shit about this. And I was thinking about this. Why would they be? Why would the directors be negotiating salary for Nev? They have they have to direct a movie. The last thing they're worried about is how much the actors are getting paid. They have enough shit to worry about. So I thought that was stupid that people were t tweeting at the directors. That makes I'm no sense to me. Yeah. I'm sure they went it's to the producers and they pitched their case for Nev. I'm sure they did that. Like, you know, you guys got to give her some more money, but it's not in their court at all. Yeah, they've had, it's like, dude, they have to direct the goddamn thing. You think they don't have enough on their plate? But yeah, so people don't be tweeting at the fucking I feel personally directors. attacked because I did tag the directors in a tweet. Um, and I feel personally attacked. But no, um, I tagged them just because, like, we've seen this literally in my lifetime dozens, if not hundreds of times, or we've heard about it after the fact, after a movie comes out, when you hear about a troubled production. No, directors do not negotiate salary. That is not their wheelhouse. However... Um, what is in their wheelhouse is to say to the studio, Hey, we cannot afford to do these rewrites. And, and like, we, we, we need her. You guys have got to figure this out. Yes. Um, and they can absolutely say, look, we're not starting production on this thing until you guys figure this out. Like it's, it's a bad look for them. This whole thing's been handled incredibly poorly, like that very poorly. That's true, but at the same time, Nick, when they sign the dotted line on something, they have to have a finished product by a yes. certain date. This is yeah. paramount. Absolutely. So it's not that simple of them no. battling no. with them. I mean, low budget filmmaking is a totally different ball game. Like 
you know from watching a uh, six thousand Halloween documentaries, John and Deborah and the team that that they they are the ones that were offered money to so and so hiring so and so for fifty bucks. This is a totally different ball game. Yeah, and I and I don't mean like I said I don't I these guys don't have autonomy. They're not, but I just know that I think they have enough pull with the studio, especially after the performance and the reception, critically and commercially, of the last one, where they can say, look. We need this person to make this shit work. Right. Um, but this was made interesting today. I don't know if you saw this about an hour or so ago. There was a rumor that's going around. Uh, there, somebody apparently attached to the new movie that was also attached to Scream 5 that went unnamed. Um, they came out. and they, I guess they spread it along to a couple accounts, Scream fan accounts. Uh, and they said that they broke it down. Nev was offered, apparently, this is a rumor, $2 million to be in Scream 6. And before mm -hmm. anyone goes, oh, that's too low. Apparently, it was for literally one scene. She's apparently was going to have one scene in the movie. They offered her $2 million for four days of shooting. Um, and when Nev said that it was a bigger role for Sydney, she was exaggerating, but not entirely because... It's a smaller role with screen time, but this person reported that apparently the one scene she's in is, quote, massively important to the plot and to Scream 7. So mm -hmm. Nev probably in seeing that was like, you guys can't even put this movie. You can't make this movie without me knowing whatever that scene is, whatever they need her for. She's probably trying to call their bluff right now and saying Stu. like, yeah, like maybe but it's, gotta she, be it's something like that to where it's like you you literally can't do this without me and i spoke to somebody last night and i haven't talked to you about this christian i'm not going to mention names i'm not doing that but i spoke to mm -hmm. somebody that i trust last night that said apparently this has caused a shit storm behind the scenes oh, without a doubt. good yeah and, because this hasn't been officially announced it's only been her saying yeah yeah well yeah we haven't and then the directors they went silent on social media yesterday and they're always pretty active and apparently this has caused a shitstorm. and this person told me from what they're hearing they believe she's going to be paid to come back and do this one that's what they believe um from Good. what they've heard i mean look when you're the star of a movie these movies and you carry them and you're vital is isn't vital is like the the least word i could use for these movies yeah you're damn right like you know, she needs to get paid. Whether I, whether I care whether she's in the movie or not is irrelevant to this kind of situation. I mean, God, she, she do what you got to do. If they're not going to pay you, tell them the fuck off. I mean, what, what can you do? But the thing is, like, dude, this is paramount. They, they, they made a fortune off of these Friday movies in the '80s by not paying anybody shit and recasting everything because they don't want. They didn't even tell people what movie they were doing. That way they could film. I mean, Brandon, you know this. They fucking called the movies, you know, David Bowie albums when they Aladdin were filming them. Yeah, paid nobody anything. That way they could make a fortune and not spend. This is paramount. You know, this is what they do. This is why they're the biggest company in the world. They're the and fucking. It makes it even you know? shittier because, like I was texting you about last night, look at their year so far. Scream, hundred forty million dollars for a slasher movie. Top Gun Maverick. That movie's gonna make a billion dollars. Um, Sonic at the Hedgehog 2. That was like $400 million. These, yeah. this company is having a record year. Um, and if you're, 
a screen movie's guaranteed to make a hundred million dollars. <laughs> it just is. So who cares what she wants? Just give it to her. You're gonna make it back tenfold. And you know that if you don't give it to her, you're going to lose money, not on the movie itself, but you will make less if she's not mm -hmm. part of it. That's just a fact because unfortunately yeah. there are toxic fans that are like, I'm not gonna go see it. I'll boycott it. So isn't that ironic? What was Scream Five about? Hilarious. Toxic fans. Yeah. Yeah. People you don't know. understand that they're literally proving the point, but it is a bit different like you and I talked about and we've mentioned because of the circumstances. If they really are like dicking around with Nev Campbell for the sixth movie in a franchise she's given 25 years of her life to like, seriously, we're, we're, we're really going to have like a pissing contest right now. Like that's just childish. Like, no, just give her her money. Like, Shut up. This is stupid. Yeah. I, I I think she's going to be in it. I think she's going to be in it. I don't, By a, a week from now, a week from now, I think sh they're going to pay her. I hope you're right, but I, I don't think I don't think so. I really do not think so. And let me tell you something. If she's not and her role really is supposed to be substantially larger and vastly important in the next one for the end of the trilogy, she's going to come for all their money next time <laughs> around. I can promise you that. Um but I really don't think so. I think her coming out and kind of throwing the studio under the bus a little bit yesterday about basically saying, yeah, I was disrespected by what they offered me. Screw that. Uh, yeah, I, that might ruffle some feathers. That really might. So, And the, her, her, her announcement was kind of somber. I mean, she said to my Scream family, you know, I've given 25 years of my life to this. I love you. You know, I'm so thankful for you. It sounded like a goodbye. Really did. So it, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but enough of that no. bullshit. Brandon, we're here to talk Leatherface. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Brandon's like, I don't give a shit about Nevka. No, I'm just kidding. He, yeah. I have like a 45-minute video about this situation I need to make like tonight after we finish. I'm well, you, well I, if I could ask you really quick, do you side more on the side of just give her what she wants and quit doing this bullshit? Or? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Dude, um, you're good in my book. I mean, I lowballed an offer to Brandon to be on the show today. I was like, dude, I'll give you a dollar fifty to be on the show. He's like, bullshit, dude. I'm dirt. I'm I'm one seventy five, dude. Right. An hour. He we paid on too. He paid on No, we settled on one sixty. Don't give him too much credit. We gave him a dollar sixty. That was enough. Well, that's he that that extra fifteen cents goes to his agent. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So, so hey, well, it's kind of cool. It, it's break cool out the that tears, Christian. Well, yeah. It was, what's cool that with the announcement that there are more Texas Chainsaw movies today that we're doing this. So um, there's a lot of people that fucking hated 2022. And uh, those are my favorite kind of movies. I love it when people either love or hate the movie, uh, but that's the other hero there. We're here today to rank the looks of Leatherface because we did Freddie, Michael and Jason. Uh, and those were so fun among some of the most fun videos we've done. And uh, we're doing Leatherface last kind of I don't know if it's fitting, but it's just where we are. So I'm going to say it's fitting because it feels right to say. So let me uh, go ahead and share our screen and, and little, let's see what we got. little side note here before we get into this, what Christian had to say about people hating 2022. He saw it a day before me because I work like 12 hour shifts on Fridays and Saturdays. And he would, so I didn't watch it till that Saturday night. And I gave he's like, I want to hear your thoughts as soon as you're done. I gave him my thoughts as soon as I was done. And with the next episode of the podcast, he was like, man, when I was talking to you, it really sounded like you fucking hated that movie. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I really didn't hate it. But like the things I didn't like, I really didn't like. But the things I did like, 
I liked pretty mu- pretty well. So like overall, I walked away like, yeah, okay, whatever. It was fine. Um, but yeah, uh, Christian, Christian ain't lying. You know, was what to be fair wasn't it also you felt that some of the people that were criticizing things about this movie no i mean to be fair wasn't it also people that criticized things about halloween kills they liked verbatim yes for yeah, this movie and, and that was a big problem i had with it too it was like so halloween kills was trash because it was dumb gory over the it was top, superficial fun. dumb yeah. didn't do anything for the series but this meanwhile one was... leatherface had a chainsaw in the wall for 50 years that he could just immediately start up um you know <laughs> and there there's a lot of logic problems and a lot of dumb things in that movie too but everybody overlooked that because hey we haven't seen leatherface in a while i think that's what it really was personally but we've gotten into that so we don't need to get into that again but yeah so you know i thought the movie was fine man i mean god why what standard do we hold movies to now horror movies they got to be fucking scorsese like oh man this new texas chainsaw massacre was nothing compared to shutter island like well no shit i mean (laughs) i don't know so what I wanted to do right before we get started, all right, so let me explain to everybody what we have going on. So this is what we're ranking today. And if I left out a specific look for you uh, and you want to tell me down in the comments section where you would put a certain look that I didn't have, please feel free because I'd love to hear it. So what we have is we're ranking these looks. We have two from part one. We have what I just will call golden face, which I have right here from Creation X, my baby. <laughs> I just think about and- the office when you say that. Oh, <laughs> we have we have Golden Face. Uh, we have Pretty Lady from Part One. We also have uh, Bubba from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. We have the look from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. We have two looks from the Next Generation. We have uh, the main look, which is uh, Leatherface in his camouflage shirt and stuff with his brown leather mask, Leatherface mask, and then we also have the drag queen Leatherface, which we see at the end of the movie who gets struck, <laughs> who gets struck by a fucking plane. Yep. Uh, we have 2003's main look. We have 2006's main look. We have Texas Chainsaw 3D, which I kind of went back and forth. Should I have both looks? But quite frankly, they both look exactly the same. Just look like petrified wood. They're slightly different in shape, but tone wise, they look pretty identical. We have Kid Leatherface from 2017. And of course, we have the look of Leatherface after he puts his caretaker mom's face on in 2022. Uh, I am going by straight look on this but i told brandon always ask if he can do look and and performance uh and i told him go ahead so brandon did did that come into play here um it did i'm gonna go straight look this time uh, i'm gonna go straight look this time i think let me ask you guys is there any performances from the iteration of the character that you just don't like at all yes the series? yes yes absolutely I have the, okay that's fair I think I think I'm okay with everybody here. There are certain certainly a couple that are upper upper echelon for me, but um, I'm pretty much like a lot of the portrayals of the character in this one. Some more than others. Uh, a lot of times, whoever goes the closest to the original is what I like the most because I hold the original as the greatest horror film ever. But um, this is what I wanted to say. So when we get done with the ranking. Uh, on the Freddy ranking, we did favorite special looks. And I was like, well, what can we do to spice up this episode to have at the very end? And I thought this would be cool. For 
40 years now, we have gotten Texas Chainsaw Massacre part twos for 40 years. We've never gotten a part three. We've never gotten a continuation from one of the sequels. Everything's always been start over or a remake. So when we get done, uh, I, I thought it would be cool if we could all come up with an idea of a legitimate part three we can make in our head, whether it be from uh, the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or doing something off of part three or the next generation or doing something off of uh, the remake, which could be considered a part two because of you know, the beginning being the prequel to that or anything. Give me an, an idea that comes off of one of the movies that you would want to see happen because all we ever do is get a new part two. So we can do that at the end, which I have a pretty fun idea to do. But uh, Nick, I am actually going to swap things up here. I'm going to let you host the rest of the show and uh, be in charge of having everybody go in whatever order you see fit. All right, from sir. This. Well, great. Christian, can you tell us what five tiers you've got on the screen for us there? Because I cannot read that shit. <laughs> oh no, it's just I'm sorry. So when I make the tier list, it 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 defaults to having five levels. So the the bottom two levels are just nothings. The first level is my name, the next planet CHH, the next one's your oh, Lost okay. River Drive-In. Okay. And Tobato. And then we're just ranking the order. So it's not necessarily it's 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 least favorite to favorite. Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll start with the you know, the most attractive person here. Brandon. Um what is your least favorite look for Leatherface? Um, stitched up kid Leatherface from um, Leatherface 2017, for sure. Least oh. favorite. Now tell us why. I think the look is so goofy looking. Um, the movie, I, I, I can get behind the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the movie than most people, I think. But the, the way he gets shot in the mouth, the way his mom stitches him up and puts like the dog uh, muzzle thing. I don't know. He just looks so derpy I, I can't get behind it it's not scary i can't believe that he turns into bubba from 74 or you know 86 i just can't see the the lineage there so terrible hey terrible fair enough i mean yeah. hey brandon brandon didn't mince words guys he's derpy um christian where are we going for your least favorite look uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo everything he said um something something that happened after we did the the episode with Pizzow, I revisited this film again. Uh, and I think I kind of agree with what the sentiment was probably not as harsh as Piz, quite frankly, I think the movie's okay, but I think you kind of basically said this is a okay movie, but it's not a, it's not a good Texas chainsaw film because it, it doesn't really, necessary. So, but I, I think it could, it could, if it was an individual IP that could have, there, there was something there, you know, uh, but in, in terms of the look, it's just uh, it, this is the looks of Leatherface, guys. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, how how could this be high? I mean, it's a kid with a stitch. It's just not. It, this isn't this isn't Leatherface. So I got I gotta have the kid Leatherface. Uh, it's an okay movie, but I mean, the, this this is gonna be dead last. There's just no other place for me to put this. All right, so do I? stay in line with you guys or do I, you know, go my own path? Well, unfortunately I'm going to have to uh, stay in line with you guys. And uh, my least favorite is also that look. And I mean, Brandon pretty much nailed it. It's, it looks like a half muzzle on his face. Um, I just don't like the way we get there too. I think that that is the biggest thing that the bullet 
through the face that somehow turned his skin into a meat flap. Like, wouldn't that just kind of blow it off? I, I don't know. It's just, no, it's goofy. So uh, Leatherface 2017 is also my least favorite. And we're three for three so far. So I'm I'm sure things are about to heat up, guys. You know how these go when we got Brandon and Christian. It's uh, Although I think I'm going to be the most controversial tonight. But uh, we'll start off the next one with Christian. Christian, coming in at number 10. Where are you going? Dude, okay, this is fucking hard. Yeah, Christian, guys, for everybody watching, Christian is actually just going. Like, he didn't write it down. Brandon and I, we we did our homework. Christian mm-hmm. was like, screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this the hard way. So, All right, so I will say this. From this point, I am actually a big fan of all the iterations of the character. And I like the looks. I especially love the iteration of Leatherface in the next generation. I think it's probably the closest to the original. And it may be a controversial take, but I I urge people to actually go back and watch the movie and tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Not only that, the film was a Texas production like part one. So there's a lot of idiosyncrasies there. With that being said, uh, I would not buy the outfit of drag face leather face uh, <laughs> in the next generation so uh it's 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 a good shocking look but um I, it's not going to be very high but i'll give it its due but i gotta have drag face leather face coming up next hey fair enough uh, i i by your reaction there brandon i'm wondering if so far you're in sync with christian where are you going i'm not Ooh, all right. Here we go, guys. First zinger of the night. Hit us, Brandon. Okay. Uh, my number 10 is the TCM4, the moon look. Oh, damn. Um, Camo. Yeah. I just Explain don't like it. it. It looks like a, a pancake of burned tar or something on his face. Like, I don't see any detail. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a face to me. You know what I mean? And, and, and like the actor. The actor seemed really cool, and he did. I think he did his best, but I just don't like all the screaming that Leatherface does in that film. I can't. I can't get behind it. The film itself is insane. It's not but, even just uh, him too. Renee Zellweger, Matthew McConaughey, everyone's yes. just screaming the whole movie. Screaming. I, I do that. enjoy the film, but the screaming. I miss the. He just yeah. But uh, <laughs> if he looked like this from the poster, in one of the, you know, like in the scene from the film, that would have been awesome. But he never wore that mask from the poster of Next Generation, so. What is it with number fours in franchises lying with their posters? Halloween for <laughs> anyone? You know? Like, come on. All right. Well, Christian, I am in line with you. My next one is drag Leatherface from the next generation. I, like, look, that shit's goofy. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Not only does it look goofy, but especially the over-the-top. <laughs> like, I just... No, no, nothing about it hits for me. Just doesn't hit. Um, but he's got a sparkly dress, though, man. He does cool. have a sparkly dress, yeah. So now, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. I, you know, I guess I'll leave it at that. I don't really need to get into. And this is not hating on the drag look because you'll find pretty pretty lady, pretty woman, whatever you want to call it, much higher on this list. Uh, I just think they did not nail it with the next generation. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll just switch. This was a budget constraint nightmare for this movie, you know, but there are certain, there are certain, when I talk about the other look, there are things that I'll get into it soon. 
I don't, okay. I don't need to defend yeah. Next Generation, but they're just <laughs> things that I like to bring up about that film that I find Look, interesting. It is one of the more entertaining bad movies I've seen. I'll, I'm going to give it that. It is entertaining. You're not bored. Um, no. So, yeah. Uh, and it has that really good uh, that making up documentary about the film is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that I watched that when I was a teenager. That was very, very interesting. Very interesting because I was very confused when I watched that movie for the first time. I said, this is part four. What? Anyway. <sighs> All right, Brandon. Right back off the top with you. Numero nine. Uh, nine is going to be TCM for the drag queen look. Okay. So one after the <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> like He's a little bit just more close enough in line with you to not piss you off yet, Christian. Yeah. It's a little bit better for me than the uh the asphalt face, drag face. Well but again I the screaming <laughs> I can't I can't do it. No. I laugh when I watch that movie. So I'm gonna give Christian some time to marinate on his decision because I'm going to go ahead and say that my number nine is also the main look from the next generation. Um, And again, I do agree with Brandon. I don't care for the mask here. Um, I I don't know what it is. It just doesn't look right. And like, what do you, what do you mean? Look right. It's supposed to be a person's face that yeah. yeah, No, I I know like technically speaking, it's not going to look right, but um yeah i don't know there's just something about it that i just don't jive with um but i wouldn't go as far to say that it's like terrible i just i i don't know i can do without it so christian are you keeping the theme going or are you just gonna throw us a curveball here um i think i'm i think i'm gonna keep it going with uh the, the camo look from part four. Look at that. Uh, my, th- my thing is this. Um, I, I can understand you guys not liking the constant screaming of the film. It, I, yeah, it is what it is. But like, I look back to the character. Leatherface is a scared character. Leatherface is never supposed to be the main villain in these movies. Obviously, that changes and we see he becomes almost like this vigilante in like the 2022 movie. But the thing I love about the look of the main leather face in the movie is it matches the tone of the house that they live in. That house is disgusting and dingy and his outfit looks like it came from Goodwill. I mean, he literally looked like he got like a camo top from Goodwill and he's wearing like sweatpants or something and. Uh, I, I like the look of it because it matches the nasty, gross, disgustingness of the house, which the house in the next generation is one of the most disgusting houses I've ever seen in a horror film. And I would never want to be in that house with all the there's it's like a hoarder's house. Number one, there's papers everywhere and shit all on the floor. And I just think that that look works really well for that movie. Uh, so I'm actually a fan of this look much more so than the drag. The drag one almost looks like it's like a like a clay looking prosthetic clay, whatever kind of mask. And it I don't like that nowhere near as much. Granted, I like a lot. The rest of these are all home run looks to me. Love all of them. But it's a big jump from this look to the previous two. From this point on, these are all pretty high on my list i like them a lot well so 
since we've all mentioned the two uh, versions from the next generation, um, I just want to ask both of you guys your opinion. With the next generation, will you prefer Leatherface or McConaughey? McConaughey. Yeah, same. Oh, it's no question. McConaughey is one of the greatest characters in the entire franchise. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, you know, we all were sane. Um, so that's, that's great. Good. We agree. I, I, I just, I just think people shit on this movie and just refuse and, and watch, watch 10 minutes of it and then just go on the internet and shit it on it. Like everybody else does. I, I don't, when I tell people it's one of the best performances in the franchise, I'm, I think they almost think I'm joking. I'm dead fucking serious. He is one of the greatest performers in the series. He's so insane. It's scary. I mean, that's yeah. the moment where he grabs the gun from Renee and is holding it in his mouth and his blood vessels are popping out and he's like, shoot me. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That performance is amazing in that movie. Yeah. Honestly, you the know? thing for the next generation, the two drawbacks for me, like most of the stuff in the middle is totally fine. It's just like the lack of kills. The It's really th three things. The lack of kills, the constant screaming and the whole Illuminati shit at the end. But like everything else is like fine. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's a fourth movie in a horror franchise. It's super weird. It's super zany and over the top, but it's like, most of it is fine. But you know, I don't know. I like the Illuminati thing. I would have gone farther into it. I, I really thought when that dude unzipped his or unbuttoned his shirt, I was like, is this a Cenobite? Is this guy a Cenobite? Yeah. What is he? Cause I, I guess dude, it's, it's so uncomfortable. It's not for everybody, but well, I, I, I love the problem it. is that they didn't flesh it out. You know, it's just like, oh, wow, look at this. Okay, no more answers. So it's just it's kind of like maybe if they would have fleshed it out more, I would have liked it. But well, that's the curse of this series is there's you always never you never get to free. see what happens again. Yeah. You know, which All is right. where which is where I'm going when we get to the end of this. Okay, well, Brandon, number eight. What's what's coming in number eight for you? 3D. Oh, Christian, how are we feeling about that one? And I will Fuck say, I, I got to make a note about this. From this point on, including 3D, I love all the leather Leatherface looks. Apparently not, because you got it at number fucking eight. Yeah, and um, the the guy who did Leatherface in 3D was awesome. He was a killer Leatherface, I thought. Um, the guy Dan? who played him in the film, yeah, Dan Yeager, yeah. killed it. As Leatherface, but the the vision, the way he looked, I was like, he, he fucking looks the wooden masks, man. I cannot get behind those things. No, fuck both of y'all. Uh, well, then I, you know what, I will, I'll do it again. I'll go before Christian, and we're just gonna pile on Christian. How about this? Yes, three D. Um, oh, shit. You put mine on yours. <laughs> Is that where you're going? No. Uh, no, I'm not going there. Same thing. I, I I really like the performance. I think the mask sucks. Uh, I don't really know. It's just I just don't like it. Um, is the performance like totally fine? Totally fine. Uh, yeah, not a fan of the mask at all. So it's 3D for me as well. And then I guess Christian, air out your grievances and tell us what your number eight is. Uh, what is my number eight? Uh, number eight. Is going to be part three. Um, uh, it's a fucking movie. Who cares if it looks like petrified wood? It looks fucking cool. Get over yourselves. It's cinema for God's sakes. He's mad. Um, 
fuck both of y'all for that. Honestly, 3D is fucking awesome. It is. So, the movie success. I love 3D. And I have a but you're but you're drawing the line at a mask looking like wood. Yes. Which ones which ones look like skin? Just for just for reference sake. Which ones actually look like skin? I think the first film is the best at looking like dried skin. Dried think, skin, translucent well, skin to me. Well, we'll see about that. In my no, opinion. I'm I'm fucking with you guys. I it, um, a lot of people say that they say it looks silly. I just think it looks fucking heavy metal, and you know what? Fuck it, man. He's I, in he's like I, in Slipknot, dude. Exact. Thank you. That, that's prop. That's perfect. That yeah. is perfect, and that's fucking awesome. I can't pick 3D yet. No, but three part three is coming in next for me. I mean, it's good. I like the tattoo. If you look at it, you can see a belly button on the chin with like a rose tattoo. But uh, three is three's good. But it's it's uh that's that's about where it's going. Well, Christian, I hope you like talking because we're starting seven with you too. So why don't you just go ahead and rattle off number seven? I'm gonna put you on the spot here, buddy. <clears throat> Remake O three. Oh what? my God! Uh, this wow. is where I'm talk about pissing people. Wow. This is where I'm the asshole, and I'm totally willing to admit it. The remake is not even in my top five. Uh, I understand people adore this movie. Uh, I think it's good. It's just not one I click with like everybody else. I think it's good, and I I enjoy the film a lot. And the look of Leatherface, I'm not a big Andrew Brittany guy. I think. Uh, He's just not my type. He's good, but he's not exactly what I like to see from the character as much. And uh, look-wise, it's just going to carry over with that. So I'm sorry, guys, but Bernie Arsky's coming up next. And Did you uh, think he was uh, too much of like a brute Leatherface? Kind of. It's But it's 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 the little things. It's, it's nuance. Because you can almost say, well, Christian, what about 22? Because he's somewhat brutish too, but there were nuanced things that he did that i preferred a lot more and i like the mask i thought uh he it almost looks like the, the mask in in 03 almost looks way too angry too and i and i, I love that i and I, again look i like petrified wood but i don't like the angry face so you know <laughs> what am i saying i'm sorry guys like i'm not trying to be an asshole but i guess i am going to be that one the 03 look in the movie is good but it's just not my thing so i can't be a huge fan of this one but i think it's better than three i'll give it that it's it's a better look than three well brandon christian just pulled down his pants and pissed in the punch bowl so now we need somebody to clean it out where are you going this is number seven right um yeah. Yeah. So my number seven is the TCM 2022. Oh, okay. Now, now please elaborate. Um, I thought he, the guy did a good job as Leatherface. He, like Dan Yeager in 3D, I thought this guy, they both feel like uh, the same lineage as Gunnar Hansen's original. I feel like I could see that DNA there. Um, but I think that I, as much as I think the look, I saw a YouTuber call it a microwaved baby. That's what I think the, look, the mask looks like. I have to agree with it. As much as I agree with that sentiment, I think it's a better mask, and the look overall is better. Than That's a three. fucked up visual. A microwaved baby. I, I, I don't see that. And it does seem like, a, it sort of seems like an homage to the unused poster mask from Next Generation that they didn't use. Sort of the same kind of look when you think about it. But um, yeah, that's where I'm putting uh, 22. Hmm. 
Yeah, Christian has thoughts, I'm sure, but we'll get there. My number seven is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Uh, That's respectable. That yeah, respectable. It, it's not awful. Like, it's not, it's, it's just fine. Like, it's just fine. Okay, so if, I'm sorry, Nick, I'll let you finish. If Brandon has part three at number one, he's never coming on the show again. <laughs> oh, man. Let me rearrange the list real quick. Okay, would you get, is it the hair? Is that is that what the problem is with the three masks? It's it's the hair, but it's also the 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 mouth area. I don't like the mouth area. I think it's it looks open. a little like yeah. There's just something about it. I don't know, Christian. What like what is it about that mask for you? I the but the hair is a big yeah. The hair is a problem. It's just uh, it's uh, it's just imitation to the real other face. I don't know how else to put it. It's not a bad look. I like it. It's very 1990. It's very, uh, it's it, I don't know what to call it. It's the it's the Halloween Five version of the original. I mean, it, it just is what it is. It's a uh, a variation of what Leatherface is supposed to look like. It's good, but it's i i don't mind the hair the hair is very hair metal ish you know bangs coming out over the eyes a little bit and long hair but i mean we're talking about the looks of leatherface right. the iconic looks of leatherface so yeah um this just ain't it for me it's good but it's not iconic i'm asking yeah. i know a lot of people think that the look of part three their problem is they tried too hard to make him look scary intentionally with that mask. Yeah, I, I can see that. And even in the promo material and like just shots from the movie too, it's like, it's almost like they're trying too hard to be like super intense. Like, wow, look at Leatherface. And it's like, looks a little cornier than scary. Um, I don't know. That was a weird time, man. That was a weird time in horror. That was like right when it was just kind of like dying off and like people were like, I don't really give a shit about this. So yeah, it was tail. It's fun. The thing about the, the thing about horror and, and hair metal that's so interesting is it they kind of both grew together. Mm -hmm. And by the late 80s, when hair metal was at its peak, so was horror. So it's like all those bands were just thriving, thriving and succeeding in like 87 88 89 and so was horror and then in like 90 91 92 it was the last gasp of it before grunge kicked in and then you know psychological horror stuff kind of took over and just action quite frankly so it's interesting how their timelines are very similar there's a few that slipped through the cracks and there's some big ones in 90 91 and some big hair metal albums like def leppard had a really big album come out right right as nevermind came out and shit but it's interesting how they are Dude, hair metal and 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 horror are like so synonymous with each other and their mm -hmm. timelines. I just think it's so fucking cool. But uh, that's, yeah, I was yeah, I was trying to get the exact year on this, um, so I'm looking it up really quick. Um, Part three was ninety. No, I always not forget that. Um, I always think it's eighty nine, but it's ninety. It's so weird because I always attribute that yeah okay yep 91 that's what i thought the black album uh the black album almost seemed like i when i think about the changing of the tide in the in the heavy metal scene i don't know why i always think about the black album and i think 91 is right around that time too like right yep. before grunge mm -hmm. all that type of shit like the black album was that like it was that it was, was when it was like and they split too so yes that's when that people were like what where's Metallica going here? Like right. I think everybody most people agreed this is a good album, but it's like you could hear 
okay, what are they, where are they going next? Cause this is a little different. And I think that I mean, Christian's apt with his comparison. I think horror did the same thing in the very early nineties. You were seeing with some of these movies, like what, what's going on here? Like, um, Freddy's dead TCM three, like movies like that. You're like, um, what? Uh, so it was a weird time. It was definitely a weird time. They prospered together and they kind of died off for a little bit together. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but we are now at number six, Brandon fire away. Um, the TCM beginning look is my number six. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Now what is, what is it about the look? Uh, no, I guess I should ask. We're talking about once he gets the face on, right? Not just like the bandana around the face. Like, I love the like, I loved that mask. That was a that was a good mask. But yeah, the main hero mask that we see in that photo right there when he cuts the face cuts the face off the dude. That's yep. the mask I'm talking about. Um, and again, Bernowski, he was a kick ass leather face. I thought he did great in the role. It was fantastic, and I love the film, both the remake and the beginning. Kick fucking ass. But. The way that mask looks on him, it's just not frightening at all to me. I think his hair looks a little bit too, like it has so, so glow in it. I'm just like, uh, it's too, I don't know. It's Italian grandma hair. Yeah. <laughs> you got that right. Wow. Hey. So. Fair enough. Christian, number six. Number six is also Texas Chainsaw Mask at the beginning for me. Uh, pretty much the same complaints I have from the previous one. This is just not my favorite Leatherface, but at the same time, there there's certainly a presence there that can't be denied, which is why it's in the middle rather than the lower uh, of my list. But uh, ultimately, I do like this look a little bit. This one looks a little bit less Halloween costumey to me than 03. So I'm going to give 03's, 06's look a little bit of a bump over 2003's. Interestingly enough, my number six is going to be the beginning as well. Hey. We're all in agreement here. Um, yeah. I will say, though, with what Christian said, I am the opposite. I think that the beginning's look looks more like a mask than 03's. And... What I mean by that is I think 03's look, and we'll get there when I get to mine and you know Brandon gets to his ranking on it, but I think that that looks more like dried out dead skin than what – I just think that that looks a little too round. It almost is like – it almost looks like it's like puffy like in the beginning. Like I don't know what it is. It just uh, – it looks a little too artificial for me. So now having said that, I, I do – I love the movie but I honestly prefer like the first half of the movie when he's just got like the half mask on his face. Um, I just, I prefer that look. Uh, and for a prequel, I, like I mean, they could have gone the whole, the whole movie like that. Yeah. The movie should have ended with him getting the first mask. That should, yeah. that's where it should have ended. Thank God though, that they actually didn't do a prequel prequel where he's a kid. I like that. It was basically, you know, him being born and then fast forwarding to him being big. <laughs> Yeah, and that opening is fucked up. <laughs> it really is. That that's the tone that. for the movie, man. I I I I don't know what it is, but I fucking love that movie. That's it's so it's in my top three 
so, all, even though the part the O three is not, I leaps and bounds, and I'm I'm in the minority, but I leaps and bounds. I'm a much bigger fan of the beginning. I love that one so much. Did you guys see um the beginning in theaters? I did. I saw it. Uh, I think it was opening night. It was a packed fucking theater. I was really surprised at the time, and that opening where you see Arlie Ermey's uh, silhouette, and he says, "That's the ugliest thing I've ever saw." Everybody, there was an uproar of laughter, and it was the best fucking thing ever. And then the credits start, and it was fantastic. Yeah, that was, that one, was of one of best. my first horror movies in theaters. I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, awesome. we have made it into the top five, ladies and gentlemen. And who better to start the top five with than Christian? Christian, give us your number five. And this is where these lists get real tight and these differences get more and more minute and minuscule. And it's just splitting hairs at this point. So if someone has something ranked at five and something ranked at one, the, the difference between five and one is far smaller than the difference between 11 and five. I yes. can promise mm -hmm. you that. Yes. So hit us. So I'm going back and forth right now, but ultimately I think number five for me is going to be Texas Chainsaw 3D. Um, pretty much I've already bitched and complained about it. Um, <laughs> I think that this look is so superficially cool that I am, I, I am willing to overlook that it certainly, it, it does look like a Halloween mask. It does look like so ridiculously fake and like petrified wood but it's so cool i can't i think it matches the tone of the film as well and i just think it's so fucking heavy metal and fun and just it just works for me and yes the guy portraying the character i think actually feels like gunner more so than the majority of these guys which is a big deal for me usually i don't care about that kind of stuff but i have so I, like i don't have a massive fondness for nick castle so i don't usually say well this guy wasn't like nick a lot of people are like that and rightfully so he's he he's fucking michael myers but i feel that way about gunner so i like it when i see a character get to that point where i think they actually have that lineage to that original performance so that's also going to come into play for me here uh so part three is going to be my number five and i'm happy putting it there yeah no i agree with you in the in saying that you could see that being gunner hansen years later i i absolutely can too uh body language how as as many problems as i have with 3d and it's not my least favorite in the franchise and i think it's a blast i saw it in theaters opening night and it was fucking awesome um and Daddario is just oh god. Um, Double so like, Daddario. Yeah, you know the bullshit about that too is they kept like there's like three different points in the movie where they're like ah you're gonna see your boobs and it doesn't happen. I know guys we're we're men. I'm sorry that I had to call it out, but we all th were thinking it. Um, so shame on them. But um, yeah, I, I guess uh, Brandon, where where are you going for five? TCM three. Wow. Okay, Christian, it's not one. It's not one. Thank God. <laughs> now, what is it about the mask for you? Um, I think the mask, it really does look like wet, fresh flesh. I think they did a good job of making it look like flesh. Um, I think it's a little bit too intentionally frightening. It's a little bit too on the nose. But I do like the creativity of the mask itself. And I think the look is cool. I like the brown shirt. I like that he has like the, um, the brace on his leg. 
Um, but my, my biggest problem is is the long hair. I think it, it would have looked cooler if he had the short kind of poofy hair instead of the long heavy metal hair. But I think they had to do with the soundtrack too. Was, they were kind of yeah. trying to play in that last breath of heavy metal in the early '90s. So Leatherface didn't want to rock teenage angst. I mean, yeah. can you blame him? You know, so hey, we, we've all been there. Well, my number five is going to be. I feel like this is going to piss Christian off. Um, oh no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm not yeah. reacting to this because you'll see. I'm not. I'm just not going to react to it. Okay. Well. Here's the thing, like I said, guys, we're we're in the top five, so we're splitting hairs here. I really like this look, and I especially I, when I think about this movie, I always think about the part where he the, the great shots of the mask you get when he's just like air humping at stretch in the radio station, and like you're just getting these great looks at his mask and the like, like it, it, yeah. I I really really like this look. I really do. Um, but I think there's four ones that are better. So. I'm putting it at five and Christian said he's not reacting. So Christian number four for you, where are you going? Number four for me is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Um, I think what this mask did so well was match the sentiment of the character. Uh, Obviously when you look at this photo, there's a sadness to the mask. The eyes kind of hang down. It almost looks like ghost face. It almost looks like he's screaming in pain in the face. The eyes strip down, the mouth drips down, and the character is mourning. He just lost his more or less mother in the movie, and I thought that was just a really great metaphorical leather face mask as well as performance. I thought it was just so fun, and there was a nuance to that character that was not so brute-like like Breniarski uh, or Zangief, as I like to call him from Street Fighter. That I just like that more. I, I'm very nuanced with these characters, and I thought that 2022's version was much more my style. And I love the metaphorical sad face that this mask had. I thought it was brilliant, quite frankly. So I'm a big, big fan of not only the movie, but the portrayal of the character here as well. Fair enough. Brandon, number four. Number four for me is going to be the main remake look. That's my number four. Okay. Mm. What do you have to say about the remix look? Uh, I think it's fantastic. Uh, it would have been higher if some other ones didn't exist. But I think um, as far as the look goes, to me, this looks like a modernization of the original 74 look. Just sort of updated a bit. I think it's fantastic. Bernowski was great in the role. I like the brute leather face. I like that he's angrier. Everything about it was was awesome. I think they made a good choice by not giving him super long heavy metal hair. He kind of sort of had that top floofy hair going on versus like in like in the original film versus the uh, the previous entry of uh, part three and four. So, yeah. Um, so my number four is Texas Chainsaw twenty twenty two, and I was genuinely surprised that this was number four because I remember when the first trailer came out, I was like, I'm not sold on this look. Like, I don't know. Like I thought the trailer looked good, but I was like, I'm not, I don't this, this look is weird. And after watching the movie, Christian nailed it. I mean, it's exactly how I feel too. I was, the word I was going to use was ghoulish, ghastly. Like it's just, it almost seems like a ghost. Um, 
And uh, I like that. Um, we can forget about how it just magically sticks to his face after he cuts it off and it never falls off. It's a movie. I don't really care about that. But I think the look is – it's dirty. It's nasty. I don't know. I like it. I, I'm a fan of it, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be on an island and, I, and I'm okay with it. I, I am okay with it. But so far, I mean, we're, we're getting into the top three now. So is there anything you guys want to say before we get into these top three? Like there's I, a chance me and Brandon could have the same number one. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I need to interject real quick about the 2022 mask. It's a, it's a weird point I was thinking about. This is the only mask in the series that he doesn't stitch up or make any kind of modifications to. It's straight up off the face on, onto his own. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And the way he's wearing it, I think he has holes in the ears, so he's wearing the skin around his ears, isn't he? I don't know. I mean, if he is, I don't. I mean, granted, I only watched it the one time. Um, I don't know if they gave us a good enough look to see. But, I mean, that, that could be it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Christian anyway, I know. microwaved baby. I'm into it. Mm. Microwave baby. What are you doing, Christian? What are you, what are you doing over there? Sorry, uh, I had a text message I was looking at. Oh. Um, is it my turn? <laughs> Christian's texts are more important than the podcast, people. I'm so it was, sorry. It was work-related. Sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, well, we're, we're in top three now. So, Christian, give me your number three. So before I get to what the number three is, I just want to say, I'm assuming after this, we'll do our two and one together. Uh, this was actually kind of difficult because to me, my remaining three are unequivocally, unequivocally top tier leather face. Uh, and the thread line for this is one reason, uh, Toby Hooper. So I just want to let that be clear right away. He is the definition of what Texas Chainsaw Massacre is to me. He's as important as anything. Because um, he uh, he created the character. He understands the character, whether it's Gunnar Hansen or not. Uh, with that being said, my number three is going to be the main look from the 1974 film. Uh, golden face, leather face, as it were. That's uh, why Christian wasn't reacting, guys. I think I know where he's going with number one. It's very possible. Wow. What is, what is it about? It, just tell the listeners and me, quite frankly, why for you that isn't peak Leatherface. Um, there are moments on screen that are edged in memory and uh, quite frankly, just edged in the history of horror that another look may have. Or just another look created not only by Toby, but with one of the greatest effects guys ever. Uh, I'm going to kind of swerve you on what my number one's going to be. Oh, yeah. But this is, uh, this is Leatherface, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is what the character is and should be forever and always. Um, I don't know. This is the greatest. Th this is the greatest one of the greatest characters ever. This is the greatest incarnation right here. And right. It's, it's mostly splitting hairs with the top three, but I can't really answer that too, too much. Cause I tried to backpedal and, and swerve you, or maybe I didn't swerve you. No, I just meant, but I can't, why I can't really explain yeah, without 
without okay. spoiling, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, then so, we'll get there. We'll get there. Brandon, we'll get there. number three. TCM2. Wow. Number three. All three of us are going to have a different number one. Mm-hmm. Wow. And again, this would rank way higher if the other two didn't exist. But uh, yeah. Now, what if I could ask you too, what is it about this that isn't peak Leatherface to you? Um, I can't even explain. Well, I think the what's not peak about it is the masks and the look of Gunnar Hansen's interpretation are so what Leatherface is to me, burned into me. That's why it's not number one. But as far as, I don't know, it's Bill Johnson did a fantastic job. The costume was fantastic. The chainsaw was fantastic. The mask was killer. Savini did a killer job on that mask. And the close-up shots, like you were saying of him, when he's like thrusting at, at Stretch and they show a close-up of his face and he looks at her and he's like licking his... Mm-hmm. That shit was nightmare fuel. Great leather face. The hair looks good. The gloves are... It's just... that that's I feel like that's the, the equivalent of MTV Freddy from Nightmare 4 that makes any sense i feel like that's because tcm2 leatherface i feel like was the the pop culture leatherface for a long time in the 90s even though part three had already come out part two is the leatherface you saw in comic books on posters and most people didn't know part three came out right right so it's it's true i didn't know it came out till granted i wasn't fucking born in 90 but like i didn't know it came out till like 2009 yeah i saw it right after that but that's when i found out about it yeah, well, my number three is different than both of your guys's. My number three is Pretty Lady. Um, and, uh, like, believe me, I know, like, oh, that's iconic. Like, that is, that's the shot, you know? That's the chainsaw dance shot. Like, yeah, it, no, it absolutely is. Maybe if we got a little bit more of it on screen in the first one, um, it'd be a little more etched into my memory. But uh, I don't know. I mean, like like we said, this is splitting hairs. I mean, it's a fucking awesome look. Like, what, like, what else can I say like, it's great. I think there's two better ones. Like I, 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 yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, I love it. Uh, now the question becomes, who do we start with their two and one? So at this point, each one of us with our next turn is going to give our two and then our one, or you can, you know, however you want to do it. And although, you know, two and one, duh. Um, I guess, you know, preface however you need to get on your soapbox, you know, preach your sermon. I'm going to save Christian. He's not going first. Brandon, give us your two and your one. Give us your, your sermon. Tell us how it is. Uh, it's going to be Pretty Lady, and then it's going to be Leatherface 74. Yeah, Pretty Lady Leatherface is my second to second to first. Um, he's He's the epitome of, of frightening Leatherface, the, uh, that table scene where he was wearing the pretty lady mask is incredibly frightening to me because you can't see Gunnar Hansen's eyes. You just see the mask with deep, dark black eye sockets. I, I don't know. There's something incredibly freaky about the pretty lady mask. Um, I'm assuming it's a woman's face and not like a man's face. He put lipstick on, but there's something that's so uh, f- like frantic, frozen in time expression about that mask that just, that gives me nightmares. And that dance he does at the end of the film is so crazy and so acid trip. And it's so, inc- it's, it's everything about that is frightening to me and still is to this day. I know how they made the film, made it, made how they made the film, the actors involved, how they did it. But that still freaks me out, that dance at the end. And he's wearing that mask. So to me, that's, 
iconically frightening. And obviously the number one spot, the killing mask or the gold mask as we're calling it is the, is, is Leatherface. That's the Gunnar Hansen version of Leatherface. That's, that's, I can't even, I don't think it needs no explanation. Like that's the scariest mask, the scariest costume. Gunnar Hansen's build is perfect. The boots were perfect. Everything about that interpretation and, and visual look of Leatherface in the, in the, in the gold mask was horror perfection. And um, I think it's probably the only version of the character that really gave me nightmares as a kid. I think he was the only version of any icon as a kid that actually gave me legitimate nightmares that I actually had nightmares about was this version of Leatherface. So with that said, um, it's he's, he takes the cake by far, by far. Hey, <clears throat> I, I want to point out, sorry, I want to point out that the pretty lady mask and the killing mask or the gold mask are the only two masks in the whole franchise that looks like Leatherface cut them off, sewed them up, dressed them up, and then let them dry before he wore them. All the other masks in the series look wet and somewhat fresh. So that's kind of a weird thought to me that those are the only two masks in the series that look dry. Right. Fair enough. Like I said, eloquently put, and you've picked a number one that isn't going to get tomatoes thrown at you. So congratulations in the comments section. First time ever. <laughs> Christian, two and one, friend. So we actually are not going to have the same number one, which is I find interesting. Uh, my number two is going to be Bill Johnson's appearance in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, it's Toby Hooper's ver version of an extremely black horror comedy, and he nails uh, the tone of that movie with the performance that he gets from Bill. And I loved – I'm a big fan of the suit. Uh, I love the suit look for Leatherface. I love the Tom Savini uh, stitched together multiple – faces mask with ears down by his chin i think it's just amazing love it it's just that's me if i was the character and without a doubt it's not even close number one for me is pretty lady and the beauty of it is like nick said it's not on screen that much yeah but everything about it is iconic every moment that the character on screen of pretty lady is iconic. It is the ultimate form of Leatherface. You go through this entire movie with golden Leatherface and his, and his apron outfit, which is iconic and legendary. And I love it. But pretty lady is the final form, the most iconic appearance of the character in history with him running and chasing Sally with the chainsaw. It's every second of it is photographed. It's been turned into posters it's been turned into wallpapers it's been put on t-shirts pretty lady is the most iconic look of the character to me hands down no question about it pretty lady's the best you know guys i love episodes like this i love episodes where people really don't know where we're going i thought christian was going part two as his number one i think brandon thought the same thing mm -hmm. um so that that was surprising. You know, it's always nice to keep the audience in suspense. And and why why like why am I rambling right now? Well, it's because I'm ready for the tomatoes. <clears throat> so number two is going to be Golden Face. Number one is going to be the remake. And let me explain, people, before you come after me. 
2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of the first horror movies I can remember seeing. You know, I saw a few before that, like Halloween 5 I saw before that, The Exorcist I saw before that, but I hadn't seen a ton. This was really when my foray into the genre began, was with this movie. Um, I was nine years old, and um, I mean, it just changed my world. Like, it really did. It opened – after this, I watched – all the Friday movies, all the nightmare movies, like like this, just something about this movie. I was just like, I have got to have more of this. And um, I've told the story before when we talked uh, about the franchise with Pizow, um, that you know my buddy's mom had a minivan that had the DVD player, little TV in it, and uh, we watched this movie like every time we went anywhere in the in their minivan. Like we were always watching it in the back seat, and. Um, I, it's just it's i mean I, like golden face is golden face it is like that's what you think of when you think of leatherface and you guys pretty much already nailed it so i don't really have to expand upon why that's so high but yeah for the remake it's it's the nostalgia but it's also i love the mean look to where it almost looks like he's kind of like smiling like i i it's it's sadistic and it fits with the tone of this movie and i think that I, I love Brian Arsky personally. I, I think he's, I love a brute Leatherface. Like I just thought that that was, I, oh yeah, fucking awesome. But for me, um, I just think that it, to be honest with you, I don't even think it's the best look of Leatherface in the movie though. And people are like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, this is your number one. I think the best Leatherface moment in the franchise for me is when he cuts off Eric Balfour's face and puts it on and stands up and Jessica Biel looks right at her dead boyfriend's face on Leatherface. That moment is just – that's like the best moment of the movie to me is like holy shit. Like the madness and macabre of that shot is in, – in, uh, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. Um yeah, it's just it, it, a lot of it's nostalgia. I mean, I you know I'm not gonna lie, um, but isn't that the point? You know, for us to talk about our favorite, and um, that's my favorite. And I feel like I've stated my case as to why it's my favorite. Not objectively the best, but my favorite. But I don't know what do you guys before we before we recap this and then go into the you know uh, the sequel idea, a true part three. Um, what do you guys think about that scene where he cuts off her boyfriend's face and wears it? It's a really well shot scene um, with the, uh, the feathers flying from the, uh, what does he cut into? Like she has like a pillow from the van over her as he's drilling yeah, the chains. Yeah, through yeah, it's like there's feathers flying. The shot is really cool looking. The cinematography is great. I'm not really a fan of the way the mask hangs on his face. But the sentiment of it, the point of it is really freaky. The fact that she's seeing her dead boyfriend's face who was alive 15 minutes yeah. before that. You know, know whatever. Dead. That right. was her so, way of finding out. It's a really good, the point of it is really good. I just don't like the, I don't necessarily like the look of how it hangs, but um, it's, it's a good, it's a good fucking shot. So I can see how that would be someone's favorite. I just think that aesthetically you are right. Like aesthetically, it's not the tightest. It's not the cleanest look of the character. I just think that that moment encapsulates what I think of as Leatherface. Like he's so animalistic and he's so ruthless. It's just kind of like in that moment, you're like, he, he's taunting her 
almost like, and it's just so messed up. And like, but at the same time that he's taunting her, he doesn't know any better at the same time. He's just like, I'm just wearing a face dude. Like, you know, whatever. Like it's so double side. I fucking love it. Like, I just love that moment. I don't know. I, that's, that's my take on that. But that's our list. Christian, I want to ask you, did you have a feeling the remake was going to be my, my, my number one? Probably so. I mean, I, I didn't really think about it too much, but I was, as we were going along, I was like, I, I'm sure it's going to be pretty damn high. So it, that's yeah. fine. It's, this was the first chainsaw movie I saw. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's just kind of when I thought about Leatherface, I, I just, man, the movie's so goddamn good. I'm glad you agree with me, Brandon. You know, Christian likes it, but he's like, it's not in my top five. That movie kicks ass. That's like one so, of the best horror remakes. My only problem with it is that they cut his arm off. That's my only problem. Yes. Yeah. It's a it's a good movie. Uh, usually I like differentiating, but for some reason with Leatherface, I just felt that I, I felt that he wasn't as reactive as he should have been because the character i like the character to be reactive instead of more visceral and mean i i like leatherface who acts out of fear oh my god am i gonna get in trouble is 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 my brother gonna get mad at me oh god i gotta clean this up i've got to i like that kind of that's why part two is so great to me because he is worried that chop top is gonna find him not killing uh stretch and he wants to hump her. He's like, oh, God, are they looking for me? That's my – I prefer that style of the character because it's different. It's it, There's so many visceral characters in horror that Leatherface was a character that was reactive and fearful. And I love that about him. It makes him very unique to me. So I, I, I that's my only issue. It's a good – it's a great remake. I, I, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a very good, entertaining horror film. Uh, but for some reason, I'm very protective over the character of Leatherface. Uh, for some reason, for that reason, I guess because of those reasons, I just think it's unique. So that's my that's my that's my problem yeah. with those movies. And I'll, I'll give you this: this is this is how I kind of look at it. I wonder how you guys feel about it. I think that personally, the remake is better than the beginning, simply because I think the cast is more likable. I think there's more there. Um, it, it's less economical in its runtime and in its pacing, you know, whereas, but in the beginning, I think that Leatherface is better. I think that he's more badass. I think that, so, but it's like, if I'm taking a movie, I'm going to take the remake because I just love the cast more. I, I, and I think that they jive so well together. Um, but the beginning is just more brutal and I, I like Leatherface better in the beginning but i like the look better in the remake i guess you know but we're splitting hairs they're both fucking awesome mm -hmm. but christian i'm gonna hand it back to you man because at the top of this you said when we were done with this list we were going somewhere else so why don't you explain this to the people and then tell us where you're going with it uh i just want us to all come up with an idea for an actual part three uh, for the series now there's a chance now the irony is when i had this idea before what was announced today happened was let's actually construct some idea for an actual part three in our head and it could go from any of the sequels but because it's never happened and I, I i said it probably never would happen but it looks now like we might actually get a continuation from what we saw in texas chainsaw 2022 which is cool finally um 
but there's also a part of me that says why break tradition and why not make another Texas Chainsaw Massacre next year and it just be another sequel. Yeah. Uh, I actually have two ideas and one of them would turn Texas Chainsaw 2 into a part three. And Brandon talked about this. I saw in a video before too. So I just want to also say that he's thought of this as well. So I'll mention this. Uh, for the longest time, I always wanted to see how the Sawyers or the Hewitts, whatever you want to call them. I think it was the Sawyers. How they, uh, yeah, it was the Sawyers in part two. How they managed to get to that underground bunker by that old, uh, I used to think about this all the time as a kid. And I would say, I need, where is this movie? I need to see that movie. And I think there could be a movie there. And I think Chop Top could be almost like a Midnight Wolf fan, if you will the way he was in three from hell to be part of the family, but not part of the crew in the first movie. And he could be uh, a cousin or something to, Bub no, he's, he's Bubba's brother. So that, but there's a way you could make that work to where chop tops character could be. Now this would be recasting now because we'd be doing a movie years later, but I would love to see the movie, how they escaped. Uh, we don't have to recast chop top per se, but you, I would love to see a movie how they escaped because the authorities were coming to get them. And there could be a movie about them escaping and finding this place to go into another part of Texas and somehow getting back into civilization and, and civility the way the cook does and stuff and, and working his way back into things. I think there could be a cool movie there. I think there could be a really cool road picture. Yes. I think there is a really cool road picture you can do with Texas Chainsaw. Uh, that, that would be my movie i'd love to see as a fan the other idea i would have was i would love to see the illuminati rankling back the the leatherface family after next generation i think that that could be one of the most bizarre wackiest films uh and to see mcconaughey portray that character again would just be a dream come true uh he it would just be a dream come true to see him portray that character so just from matthew mcconaughey alone i would love to see a continuation from next generation just to see him get sent into the could you imagine the character of matthew in that movie being like shoveled into a plane and brought to like the some secret headquarters in washington dc and being like you know whatever kind of plans i had for the family they were used as some sort of the family was used as some sort of filtration for bodies or something and like they were just used in some kind of weird capacity and it's just like dude there's so much weird shit you can go into with that and it's the illuminati so the reasoning and stuff doesn't have to be crystal clear things could be shaded very gray and things could be very weird and you could dude there's all kind who knows what the illuminati really is so you could show and do whatever the fuck you want there's so much imagination to this and of course, nobody wants to see this, but I fucking want to see this movie. So those are the two ideas I would love to see. No, Christian, I will say I would love to see Matthew McConaughey back because I know it would never happen. But I think that would be fucking funny. So I hear you there. Brandon, if you're going for a sequel idea here, which storyline are you following and what are you doing? Christian took the words right out of my mouth. I want to see a road movie that takes place in between the original and the 86 sequel. And in 3D, I've sort of touched upon this before too. In 3D, 3D at the beginning of that film, they had the chance to do that. I would actually probably reuse the whole fucking opening sequence of 3D, barring some changes. Like the house gets set on fire. They somehow, all of them escape out through the back. 
And the whole movie is them being pursued by maybe this angry mob. They meet up with with Chop Top. Chop Top says, you know, on my travels back here from from the war, I found this really cool place. And that's how they set up shop at the uh, that the underground uh, lair from part two. And, you know, this that 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 would be so rich and juicy. And I would have um, Bill Mosley play Jim Cedow's uh, character again, the cook, have him play both Chop Top and the cook. And just, it would be. That would be so fucking cool. You know, you hear Stretch on the radio. You never see Stretch, but you hear on the radio. Maybe you see um, Lefty in passing doing like, you know, monotonous work, but you only see him like over the shoulder or something like that. It would just be such a cool world building exercise. And I think that would that would really uh, please a lot of the fans. That's what I would do for sure. And if I could do another sequel, I've touched upon this in a video before also, is doing a direct sequel to 2003. I would love for them to do that shit again. Get the team back together. Bring back Beal. Bring back Bronowski. And um, but like like I said before, you can't really do that because his arm got cut off. And I realized that they did a comic book sequel to that film where Leatherface has like a hook for a hand or some shit like that. But that wouldn't translate well to a movie. It would be so hokey. People would be calling him Captain Hook. So I don't think you could do it. That's why I really think they really they really shot themselves in the foot by cutting off his arm. I don't know if that was to ensure there was no sequel or what the hell they were thinking, but that was a mistake as far as I'm concerned. So before I get my idea, I got a question for you guys and, and we're all in, I mean, Christian and I are pretty close in age. We're, you know, two, three years apart. Um, you know, I mean, Brandon's not much older. So it's like I, when you guys were kids, when you played with toys, did you ever like play with toys and like, um, did you ever play with toys and make, um, a like sequel to a movie that you loved with your toys? Yes. Like I have a VHS okay. recording of myself doing that somewhere. Cause like, I, I never recorded it, but like it was in my head, like in my head, I was like, this is a sequel to this story. And like, that's just kind of how I would, did you ever do that Christian? Yeah, I did that, and I would just play them in my head all the time when I was in school. Just like the movies I would have in my mind. Crazy shit, too. Like, you know, Chucky versus The Fly. Like, Jeff, Go <laughs> yeah. Jeff Goldblum and shit. Like, I would do all kinds of shit like that in my head. Outlandish okay, so shit, you know? I'm not I'm not alone here. Okay, so then I can, I can feel free to tell you guys. I had a sequel idea uh, to 03. Um, and, um, I, when I would play with toys and, uh, I had it all mapped out in my head. It sounds like probably kind of dumb now, but I was a kid. So Leatherface got his arm cut off. That's fine. He basically became Ash Williams, um, where he just had it planted in the stump and you know, that's how he used it. Um, Arlie Ermy didn't die. He was in a wheelchair and he was paralyzed from the waist down, but I brought him back. I said, he's still alive. Um, and his arms still work and everything, so he can still fuck people up if he gets close enough to him. Um, and, you know, Beale came back. Uh, she went to get the cops, and, you know, not a lot of people believed her. So all that was all that she brought with her was, like, one patrol car with two cops or whatever. And, of course, the family just eviscerates the cops, and they get her again. Or they, they don't catch her, but... Now she's trapped out there all over again. The cops, she brought her dead, and she's, you know... Basically, it's it's a lot of outdoors, like through the woods, like through swamps, shit like that of her trying to get away from this family again. Um, and that was my idea. Would that work? Fuck no. 
But what I, I guess the roundabout, like in a roundabout way, I'm saying that's what I would love to see. I would love to personally see a sequel to 03, but it would never happen. And that's totally fine. But if I had my druthers, that's where I would go. If that now most realistic, you know, that's hard, man. I mean, obviously most realistic would be 2022 because it looks like that's going to happen. But I mean, let's just be hypothetical here. I think the next best one to do um, would probably be 3D. Um to see how that dynamic works with Daddario and, and Leatherface, because obviously everybody knows he's alive. He just fucking massacred the town. All right, guys. So uh, we'll go a few more minutes. But Brandon had some personal family stuff. He had to he had to hop off. Uh, but, you know, uh, thank you, Brandon, for being yep. on most of this episode. But, yeah, we love uh, having Brandon on here, guys. He, he, I feel like he he's almost become like an honorary. Uh, you need a like. He's the guest we go to when we're like, we want a guest. Brandon, why don't you just fucking come on this episode? And he's always he's always game. So uh wishing you the best, man. You know, uh hope everything's all right. And uh yeah, Christian. So we've done Michael, we've done Jason, we've done Freddie, we've done Leatherface. I, would you say we're probably done with this series? I think this puts a bow on it. I mean there's no point doing Chucky. There's not that much different looks, and they really don't look two and three look pretty close. And you know, it's that's pretty mute. You can't do ghost do. face. <laughs> yeah, well, those super diehard fans can swear to God that there's a difference between and, and there there are no there are so, subtle fucking differences, but like not really in the mask. Maybe the shading, but like, come on, that's just fucking reaching. Yeah. Um. I I, don't know. I think the I next think... episode, if we don't have a guest, is probably going to be a commentary. Probably so. We got and everybody Child voted on Jason takes Manhattan, Every, right? Everybody voted for Jason takes Manhattan, so it's like, what the fuck? Which is fine because I'm ready to do an episode where I just sit on my fucking recliner and watch. Oh, I know a movie. You, you get a fucking blanket and you just like fucking chill, like. Dude, that was the most comfortable night. When we did part five, I was so comfortable, dude. I just was sitting down. We went for like two hours, but I was just like, oh, shit, we're done. It's two hours already. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And in the reception of that episode, Christian and I have been talking about it. You guys fucking loved that episode. I mean, you guys loved it. Like people that. It's tea time, man. It, it's. Yeah, there's something about just yeah. two dudes bullshitting back and forth. Like, wow. So. That one's at 2,000 views, and it's like, dude, it, it outperformed Dave McRae. It outperformed the 4K or Child's Plays. It's outperforming the rankings of Freddy, Jason, and Michael. And Freddy's Dead did is at two, well over 2,000 views, and it's got like 2,300 views. And that was the other commentary. So it's like, I think people... Once they figured out, oh, okay, they're they're just shooting the shit about stuff. They're not commenting on every frame of the movie. You know, it's a it's basically an invite to be part of just a discussion about shit, anything. So I don't know. I think it's catching on. Or people just type in the name of the movie and they see a long runtime and they think it's the actual movie. <laughs> they're like these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um whatever it is it's working guys so we fully intend on continuing to do it um 
because they're fun for us because those are the easiest episodes to do because all conversation is organic. There's nothing planned out. You don't have to make a list. You don't have to overthink anything. There's no structure to the episode. It's okay. Put the movie on and whatever comes up while we're watching the movie, we just talk about it. I mean, you almost kind of forget that you're recording anything. It's almost like if you're just watching a movie with a friend and you're just like, Oh yeah, shit. Wasn't that cool? Hey, did That's you uh, piss your pants in fourth grade too? Yeah, I did. Like, it's just <laughs> random shit. Like, I did not piss my pants in fourth grade that I can remember, but yeah, you guys get, you guys get my point. I know it, it's laid back. I don't know. I like it. It's cool. It's cool. It is. It's fun shit. So I'm down. I'm totally down. Okay. Okay. So, um, guys, I wanted to ask you on an episode and, and let me know down in the comments below. I know Christian has asked this before, but I feel like we haven't made a strong enough push, uh, on uh, not like we're lacking in that area. I just mean like, I want to know for personally what you guys as our listeners want merchandise wise, because um, we know that well over a thousand of you listen to every episode. Like we're never doing less than, you know, a thousand views on YouTube, which is awesome. Um, so there are quite a few of you that would probably like merchandise. And I know everybody goes for t-shirts and hoodies and stuff, but are there things that we don't have maybe that you would like to see that you would buy. Um, Cause I just think that's interesting. I always love, and I know Christian loves whether it's our own merchandise or you need a merchandise when people buy it and they post about it and they're like, you know, they're wearing a shirt or they're, it's just really cool to see that out in the wild. Like, so I would love to give you guys more things to buy and want to post about, you know, Hey, I bought this, I don't know, the, the coffee mugs or whatever it may be. I just think it'd be really cool. So I, for my own, you know, personal, I just want to know what you guys would want. So let me know down in the comments below or message one of us uh, on social media and just say, hey, it'd be cool if you guys added this to the store. Because um, mm -hmm. Christian and I have talked openly about building this brand and eventually getting to a point where if enough people wanted to see us have a little tent or a little table at a, at a convention, we would do that. So kind of want to get you guys more involved in that area. Yeah. And, and I have the Teespring linked in the description and you should see it below. If you're watching this on YouTube, you should see the shop stuff below. If you just click on one of the shirts that are there, it'll take you to the store. And we do have, you need a mugs. Uh, I know people want hats. I've just got to figure out how to set that up. Cause you on Teespring, you have to apply for it with your design, which I just need to do, but we have shirts, hoodies, which I know it's summer, but and and by the way, guys, all the shit on there is marked so low. There's no profit for me. It's like a cent or two a sale. So the the pricing could not be better. The hoodies are like in the twenty dollars, which is just insane. You don't get hoodies for twenty bucks anywhere. Shirts are like fourteen or fifteen bucks. I literally can't mark them down any lower. Yeah. So I mean, they're marked. They're they're priced to sell. And no this bullshit. is and the, yeah, and this is. I got to reiterate, this is not us wanting more money. This is us wanting the brand out there more. We want yeah. you guys sporting this and because people will ask you, what, what is that? I mean, dude, with COVID, you know, the, two years ago, everybody got into podcasts like it blew up. So if you're seeing if people are starting to see more merch out in the wild, it helps get our brand out there. And if you guys like us, you know, it brings new listeners in. And then that's awesome for us because um, that's what this is about, right? I mean, we love each and every one of you guys that listen and watch every week. 
Um, but the more, the merrier. We're never going to complain <laughs> with more viewers. So, yeah, if there's items that we don't have, a Christian said hats. I mean, you know, I'm look, I'm always wearing a hat, so I'll definitely buy a hat for myself. Uh, if we do hats, I'm sure a few people would. But yeah, let us know. I mean, shit, a magnet. I I, I don't know, but we'll do it. Stickers. Yeah, I'll put one on my car. I got a shitload of bumper stickers, so yeah, let's do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I got a I got a bumper sticker I've had on there for like th- four years. Eh, it's probably three years now. I think eh, it's from season two of Stranger Things. It's a uh, Steve with the baseball bat with like Dustin and them, and it's you know babysitter Steve. I got yeah. that bumper sticker on the back of my car. I've had that on there for years. Every now and then I get people like honking, and I'm like. What is that one for? And my God, it's probably from the Steve one. Yeah, everybody loves Steve. So, yeah. I've got old bands that I'm no longer in that I have on the back of my truck. They're, yeah. uh, the band the band logos are still on the back of my truck. Um, but yeah, this was fun. I, I guess we could start wrapping it. Um, yeah. Putting a bow on the ranking the looks of the characters. Uh, the only other thing I was going to mention was, did you know that there apparently is a, str- a supernatural prequel happening? I, I never watched supernatural, but yes, I did hear that. Oh, you didn't? Did, I could have, sw- no. I, I, I thought we had we, talked we've, about Maybe uh, not. We, no, we've talked about the actors from supernatural, what it's, Padalecki and, uh, Jensen, yeah, I forgot Ackles, the, his last yeah, name. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. We we've talked about them from other movies, my bloody Valentine Friday the 13th. And, and we've talked about their roots with supernatural, but I would, I never watched supernatural, but I was well aware of its pull and pop culture. It's so dude, it's so fucking good. I love that show so yeah. much, but yeah, and they have they do a prequel thing. I've got, ooh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to float this idea. I'll talk to you after after we're done recording because I don't want to put this out in the ether because then people are going to want us to do it and I I'm not going to do it. So if you guys want to know, just message me what I was going to say. I I it's it's not bad or anything. It's just I, I thought it was a cool idea. Like maybe we should do a commentary of this. And I was like, no. I'll tell you guys so you're not waiting in suspense. But we're not going to do this. Okay. So don't mention it in the comments. I thought for a second, man, when Volume Two of Stranger Things comes out, we should like we should do a commentary of the last episode of the season. Then I was like, I can't do that because I'm going to be wanting to pay attention to like every minute detail. And then it would just be a lot of dead air on this episode, on, on the episode. Cause I'd just be watching. So we will not be doing that guys, but for a fleeting moment, I thought it might be a good idea. Story. Oh, yeah, I'd have, I'd have to pay. I'd have to pay very close attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you see what they said, man? The Duffer brothers said that, uh, Episode nine has the most VFX they've ever. They said there's more VFX in the final episode and and shit going on than in the entirety of season three. And I'm like, fuck. And then they also, wow. said, yeah, they also said that the final episode, um, it is non. There's like about an hour straight of just like tension and shit happening and then they said and quote and then everything goes to shit so we're Hopefully in they for mean that in a good way yeah, yeah we're we're in for we're in for something guys so yeah but hey that great episode uh we hope you guys really enjoyed this uh we we always enjoy doing this it looks like we'll be seeing you next week for the jason takes manhattan casual commentary bullshit fest um Yeah, share the podcast with your friends, whether it be on audio platforms or here on YouTube. 
and uh, subscribe to our channels if you haven't already. Uh, you know, be kind to each other. Don't be dumb. And yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I reiterate that. So love you guys. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been a production of the You Need a Horror Podcast. You need it, we got it. Thank you for listening.